Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. What's up, friends? Episode 44 and counting. Yeah. (laughs) My mic wasn't on. Sorry. (laughs) How's it going, friends? Friends. How's it going, friends? As one of our friends say, friends. And you know who you are if you're listening. Yes. So I hope you're having a great day today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to tune in to our podcast. Today, we want to talk about is it okay? To judge. Ooh, touchy. This is a touchy subject because nowadays you've got a culture that says, Judge not, lest you be judged. (laughs) No man can judge me, only God. Stop judging me. Oh, that's, yeah. (laughs) I've heard that a lot. Stop judging me. You're not supposed to judge. As Tim Hawkins would say, Stop judging me. Stop judging me. (laughs) But... Although they are quoting the Scripture, they're not quoting all of the Scripture. The Bible has a lot to say about judging, and Jesus in particular, when He was on this earth, He talked about judging a lot. And um, a lot of the times He was referencing judging when He was talking to the hypocrites, Mm -hmm. the Pharisees, the people who were better than others who thought they were better than others, and who, I've said this before, they wore the law on the outward. they done everything right on the outward, but on the inward, they didn't have the law in their heart. They did it for show. Mm -hmm. They wanted people to see how holy they were. And those are the people that Jesus talked about judging to in particular. There's different instances, but you're right. He did say in Matthew 7 and verse 1, Judge not that you be not judged. But let's read the rest of the scripture. Right. The rest of the story. Right. It goes on to say, For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Mm. Let's keep reading. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Mm -hmm. So let's stop right there. Jesus is referring to people that are pointing fingers at other people and saying, this is where you're wrong. This is where you've got it wrong. This is what you need to do. This is the sin in your life. But in your own personal life, you've got bigger sins. You've got bigger issues. Mm -hmm. And in that instance, you have no right to be judging people. Right. Because you yourself have bigger issues that you need to fix before you can go and try to fix someone else. We, a lot of times, are looking at other people and trying to clean their house when we've got bigger issues in our house that we need to clean up. And the Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Yeah. Not to work someone else's salvation out, but to work your own out. I want to go on down. And it says, Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye, Mm. thou hypocrite. First, cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. So 
Jesus didn't say that altogether, I don't want you judging completely. He goes on to say that you need to fix your issues first before you try to fix your brothers. Right. Before you try to help your brother, you know, become holy or fix his walk, you need to fix yours first. Which is um, a good example of the Pharisees. That's exactly what the Pharisees did back then in that day. They were always, even to Jesus, they were always trying to find fault in Jesus whenever they themselves had sin in their lives that they were trying to cover up with their actions, with their appearance, with all of these works that they were, you know, they were trying to work their way into heaven, but they had sin in their heart. And they were even trying to point out fault in Jesus himself. And the God that they supposedly served. They had it all together on the outside. And maybe to the common eye, they would see people like this and think, man, they, they're a lot better than me. You know, I, I wish I could be that holy of a person. But I just want to say that what you wear and what you do and where you go does not make you holy. If you are holy, your actions are going to show that. Yeah. If you are righteous on the inside, your actions are going to show that. Mm-hmm. If you are holy, you are going to bear fruit. What is fruit? The Bible clearly explains the nine fruits of the Spirit. Yes. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, faith, goodness, meekness, temperance. These are the nine fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. And God wants us to bear fruit. If we're a Christian, if we're truly saved, we're going to bear the fruits of Christ. These are the fruits of Christ. And... um the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 2 and 15, But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. Yeah. And what that really means is if you are walking your own walk out and working your own salvation out, and you are a spiritual person, in other words, you're a praying person, you read your Bible, you obey the Bible, you do uh, the best you can to follow Jesus, and you walk it out, You don't just talk it out, but you walk it out. You don't just look the part, but you are truly walking with God. You are a spiritual person. And if you are walking with God, then He is your judge, and He's going to fix the things in your life. He's going to convict you. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is going to deal with you and tell you where you're wrong. You're going to be close enough to God to where you're going to work your own salvation out, and you won't have to be judged by others because God will keep you in check. Did you know that our podcast is reaching people across the globe? When you donate to this ministry, you are helping us spread the gospel to people all around the world. If you'd like to donate to this ministry, you can do so by clicking the PayPal link in the description box below or email us at truthmatterswithmat at gmail.com. Thank you for helping us spread the truth in love. Webster's defines holiness as being a lifestyle, a life of holiness, and a total devotion to God. So holiness has to be a lifestyle. It it is not um, just going to church on Sundays and Wednesdays. It's got to be every single day of the week. It's how you act in public and how you act behind closed doors. It is what people see whenever you go out and what God sees whenever you're at home by yourself. It has to be a total devotion, and a lifestyle. Right. It's not a part-time salvation. Right. Christianity doesn't come with a time card. You can't clock in and out when you want. Either you're a Christian or you're not. 
you can't put on a mask and say I'm a Christian because eventually somebody's going to find you out. Either you're real or you're not. And if you're truly a Christian, yes, you will make mistakes. Yes, you will fall. But if you're real, you'll make those mistakes right. You'll fix it. You'll walk it out. And through time and trial, your life will prove itself. That's true. Your walk will prove itself. Your life will be a living testimony of who you truly are. Yeah. And so can you judge? John 7 and 24, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Mm. And again, if you're spiritual, you have a right to judge. Because as I read a minute ago, he that is spiritual judgeth all things. Yes. So you can judge things according to whether they're right or wrong because you're spiritual enough to see. You have the spiritual discernment to see. At the end of the day, the point is this. Don't judge by the flesh. Judge by the Spirit. Don't judge by your emotions, but judge by the leading of God's Spirit and His Word. That's how you judge. Yes. You know where that judgment has to come from, though? It has to come from love. It has to come from love and compassion because that was Jesus's whole foundation of his ministry was based and founded and built on love and compassion. So if we are judging others in a righteous way, like you said, it has to come from a place of love and compassion. If not, it's not righteous judgment. And it's not right to judge in that instance. Right, exactly. Jesus is the perfect example of that. And I want to give you one story. When Peter denied him three times, Mm. he said, I will never do it, Lord. I'll never deny you. But Jesus said, this time tomorrow, you're going to deny me thrice, three Mm -hmm. times. Well, guess what? Just as Jesus predicted, because he knew the future, Peter denied Jesus three times. Yes. And he was so ashamed that he went back to his old lifestyle of fishing because he didn't think he was good enough to be a disciple. Because he not only denied Jesus once, but he denied him three times in public. The man that he told stories to around the campfire that he walked with and talked with, that he seen miracles be performed through this man, that he heard his teachings straight from the Word of God. He was the Word. He denied the very Son of God. And can you imagine how horrible he felt? So he went back to his old lifestyle, but what happened? Here came that Jewish man walking on the edge of the waters. And when Peter was on the boat fishing, he seen him. What did he do? He jumped out of the boat. He went after Jesus because of his love for him. He still loved Jesus. What did Jesus do? He didn't judge him, even though he had a right to say, Peter, you were wrong. Jesus had every right to say that. What did Jesus ask Peter? He said, Peter, do you still love me? Mm. Peter, do you still love me? He asked him three times, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And at the end of the day, that's what God wants to know. That's what Jesus wants to know. Do you love him? And at the end of the day, that's what we've got, like Leah said, we've got to learn to show the love of God. It's true. And it's okay to correct someone in in love. Yes. It's okay to critique someone in love. But are we doing it in love or are we doing it out of a a judgmental, harsh, critical spirit? Yeah. When somebody does something that we don't like or that we think that they should be doing something different, and and myself included, 
It's so quick and easy to judge, but we need to stop and say, wait a second, am I judging this action or this person out of love because I love and I care and I have compassion about this person and I don't want to see them get hurt or make a wrong move or mess up? Or is it the other way because I'm being critical? You know, it's, it's about your heart. And which brings me to this scripture that I wanted to read really quick. First Samuel 16 and 7, and it says, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. And that's the way that the Lord is judging us, is by the reins of our heart. A lot of times I've found that if I'm farther away from God, if I've not prayed like I should or sought God like I should, I become more critical and judgmental to others. Mm, that's true. And that's really an outward manifestation of my inward struggle Ooh. because I've got problems. And so I start to point out other people's problems. So just remember, the farther you are away from God, the more critical you are of your own self and of others. But the closer you are to Him, the more like Him you become. Mm. Loving, compassionate, and concerned. That's truly it. concerned for others. Yes. Do you love your brother? Then it matters how you judge. Amen. I hope this podcast was a blessing to you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.